Hello and welcome to In the Classroom, an educational podcast making teaching and learning more transparent. My name is Benjamin Stewart at BenjaminLStewart.org and today's July 8th, 2021. Today I want to talk about using the term student versus using the term learner. And if it means anything, if it implies or uh, points to a particular type of educational philosophy that one might have. Uh, I want to get into the weeds a little bit using these two terms from a teacher perspective or a trainer, coach, uh, if it really matters. And what can we gather by reflecting a bit on these two terms? Before we get into that, if you have any insights, any opinions, thoughts on today's topic, feel free to reach out to me at my Twitter handle, BNLEEZ. You can also join the Discord community by accessing the link at my website at benjaminlstewart.org if you want to also voice an opinion. Uh, today I want to get into using these two terms based on or, uh, some conversations and some reflections I had this past semester. I uh, was teaching a course called Thesis Seminar, which is a course designed to help English language teacher trainers uh, pursue a research project regarding uh, applied linguistics, basically looking at a topic related to applied linguistics and uh, developing their own research project that includes a literature review, a method section for collecting the data and analyzing it, and also then presenting results at the end of the semester. This past semester, I had one student who was looking at two different groups of participants, one group who were taking courses, language courses formally at an institution with a, an instructor, and a second group, individuals or learners who were uh, basically studying on their own an additional language. So uh, they were studying informally with no teacher. And uh, my student wanted to uh, compare these two groups of students. And I remember having a conversation with a student about what to call these two. In fact, she had, uh, she had determined to call the students who were enrolled in a class at an institution who were taking courses formally as students. And the second group she had chosen to call the uh, the learners who were not studying formally as learners. And I remember having a conversation with the student suggesting that perhaps they that she chose a different term to describe both of these two groups of participants to make it a little bit clear. I remember thinking at the time how I tend to use both of these terms interchangeably, but I also realize that over time, I tend to be using the term learners more frequently, even though I'm referring to students who are signed up formally to my classes, which is in my own context. So at the end of the semester, the, the students are asked to present their findings and, and, and as they deliver their oral defense. And this particular student chose not to take my advice, which is perfectly fine. Uh, and she, she referred to these two groups of participants as students and learners. Part of the oral defense includes examiners, 
colleagues of mine who are also giving feedback to the students. And one colleague I remember commenting on the clarity of using these two terms, students and learners, and for, for him, the, the uh, you know, distinguishing between these two groups using these terms was very clear. I still remember thinking even at that time, I just was, I, I wasn't convinced of using these two terms to best distinguish between a one group of students who were taking courses formally versus another a group of students who were, were not. And even in this podcast, you find that you see me going back and forth in the terms that I use between using the term student versus using the term learner. So that's kind of the genesis of today's topic. Uh, I wanted to kind of unpack and, and dive in a little bit deeper into these two terms and, uh, and see if it's, if there's any reflection, if there's anything here regarding whether or not using one term over the other is an indicator of how we look at teaching and learning. So I'm going to bring up here some definitions. I, I was looking online and wanted to first look at each of these terms prescriptively, looking at it abstractly and, and how we would, how we define these two terms. And if we look at the term student, we have basically two definitions. The first being a person formally engaged in learning, especially one enrolled in school or in college, a pupil. So a student uh, at Yale is given here as, a, as an example. So here this indicates clearly uh, an individual in a, formi, a formal learning context, one who's enrolled in a course and you know, by, um, you know, my own student probably choosing this definition for her, for her research. Now there's a second, uh, definition here. Any person who studies, investigates and examines thoughtfully in the second uh, definition, the, there's an example here, a student of human nature. This was the second, uh, definition that kept coming to mind thinking of, well, I'm a student of something for me, indicates not just a formal context, but more broadly speaking, just a desire or, you know, looking at autonomous learning in a way that it's really just driven by the student. And maybe there's, there's not uh, a, an instructor involved at all. I think the second definition here points more towards uh, informal type of context, although it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it can mean both. And I think at the end of the day, for me, student and learning, there is a mix between formal and informal learning, right? Regardless of the term that's being used in my own particular context and the way that I look at teaching and learning, I think always there's a combination of a formal, a formality there in terms of just the, the, going to school and having an instructor and, and receiving grades and giving grades and, and so on versus taking some of the qualities of informal learning and trying to incorporate as many of those as possible within the formal. So again, just kind of breaking down that, that divider between formal and informal. 
if we look up or if we consider a, a definition for learning, pull that up here. We see it's also kind of ambiguous. It's not um, really clear when we think about or consider the definition for a learner. The first definition here, someone who is learning something. A beginner. Now, this is interesting. Uh, the definition including the word beginner, whereas I guess assuming that once someone is not who is not a beginner is less of a learner, I think that was, uh, it's a strange, I think, thing to uh, include in a definition. Uh, just if we're, you know, open to the idea of lifelong learning. And um, I thought that was uh, interesting to include in the definition. The second definition for learner states a school pupil. So now we have, again, kind of a difference between formal and informal uh, educational situations. And so I don't think we're any clear by looking at these two definitions, you know, which one really points towards a formal context versus an informal context. And again, I keep thinking about my own particular use of the term. I know in my writing, I definitely will lean towards the term learner over student, probably in the way I speak. Uh, it's probably more mixed, but I know that I have over time kind of gravitated more towards the term learner over student. But either way, again, as I mentioned before, I don't think it reflects all that much in, uh, to, to the, the different educational philosophy that I, that I have. You know, I can easily feel comfortable referring to the individuals who are enrolled in my courses as students and still have this same philosophy of bringing in informal learning context or strategies and trying to incorporate those into a formal situation. Now, I was also curious, I went to Google Trends and I found this, this was also interesting. If we do a comparison, if you go to Google Trends and you compare the term students, plural, and learners, plural, it's pretty much the same where they're singular, plural, but um, it's interesting that the use of the term students by far, uh, it's used much more often than uh, the term learners. And if we look at the two terms and with Google Trends, you can also rank it by country. There's a cultural element here uh, in terms of which term tends to be used more frequently. If we go to the ranking, the term learner is used quite often. The United States is ranked 19th in terms of uh, using uh, the term learner over, I'm sorry, using the term student over learner. But it looks like here, according to Google Trends, there's a ratio of 94% to 6% looking at the term student over the term learners. That is, students is used by far more often, 94% over 6% for the term learners. Now, I'm located in Mexico. I was curious um, if there's any difference there, and they're ranked 30th. 
92% to 8%, right? When we compare the use of the term students over the term learners. So again, slight difference, but still uh, highly favored using the, the word students over the, the word learners. Now, I was curious to see which countries used the term learners or maybe where there was more of an equal balance between the, the two terms. And the top three countries, South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia, uh, tend to use the term learners more frequently. The ratio students over the learners is 59% to 41%. So 59% uh, the term students is used, 41% the term learners is used. If we compare that to New Zealand, 70% over 30% student to learner. And Australia, 72% over 28%. So I just thought it was interesting to draw some comparison between these different countries. There, I think there is a cultural element to how the terms are being used. Now, you could argue, well, does this mean... Um, that these countries, South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia, are more open to a more informal situation or maybe certain strategies that are more associated with informal learning or more uh, more often used, maybe even in, in the schools. That's hard to say. Um, just by the definition of these two terms and the vagueness of these two, it's really hard to say. But... It is interesting to see that there is some differences here by country when you're looking at uh, the frequency of these two terms. Now, I was talking about you know, how the terms, whether or not they can influence one's educational philosophy. And uh, I was thinking of uh, the linguistic relativism, determinism, and thinking about what kind of influence does language have over our thoughts? Or does the language that we use just um, reflect our thoughts regardless, right? And again, I go back to my own example. Whether I use the word students or learners doesn't influence or dictate or reflect my educational philosophy. I feel like my educational philosophy is 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 set in the sense of that I, I feel I have certain beliefs in the way that and reasons and rationales for what I do in the classroom and whether or not I choose to use the word student or, or learners I don't learner I don't think that that has a major impact or I don't think it reveals all that much about um, about my own particular philosophy but I'm, I'm curious what others think about this. Um, I'm curious about what other teachers, how they use these terms. If they found that over time, are they using one term over, over another? Has there been any kind of switch or change over time in terms of these, uh, the ways in which you refer to the, those who are studying with you, who are uh, under your uh, direction in terms of the classes that you, that you teach. So I think we'll stop there. I just wanted to bring this up. If you have any idea, any thoughts on the matter, feel free to reach out to me via Twitter. 
If you want to be part of the Discord discussion, again, feel free to uh, contact or uh, access the link, I should say, at my website at benjaminlstewart.org. And uh, we'll stop there for, for now. This has been In the Classroom, an educational podcast, making teaching and learning more transparent. Thanks for listening.